every day's a brand new morning since the morning you moved in. Good morning, friend. Good morning, friend. Good morning, friend. Good morning, friend. Yes, I'm feeling like a million since I got you living in. the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're back here on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Whether you want us or not, we're here, including Nelsa Cox. You want to be here, don't you, Nelsa? Yes, sir, I do. Okay, I appreciate that. She does very well. I know Miss Ann wants to be here. Brother Rufus, did you and uh, Jory sing along with Johnny Cash there? Oh, I was just cutting the side there. You just <laughs> I was dancing around the kitchen table. Uh-huh. That's a wonderful song. It is a great song. I like anything uh, Johnny did, but that, that's uh, that's kind of uplifting. It's a you know, it's a good morning song. That's what what's intended. Uh, but nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. Uh, we're joined this morning by certified arborist Joey Plutro, who owns uh, quite a business, Advanced Tree and Shrub. Are you based in? Are you you're just based in the Triangle? Area. So our home office is in Youngsville, which is right above Wake Forest. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, but we service everywhere in the, okay. in the Triangle area. Yeah, so. how about that? Okay. Um, so, how do folks get in? Uh, first of all, tell us what you what you do what you uh, don't do <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, what, uh, I'm a certified arborist but um, basically there, there's two sides to the industry so you have the the uh, side that cuts down trees and has big chippers and and bucket trucks and that type of equipment I'm like the uh, the chemical side of the industry so all liquid services uh, fertilizer insect disease control plant health care is my is my specialty um, so that's what I primarily focus on. Um, but I do free inspections, so anybody can get a hold of us um, via phone. Uh, we have Facebook, um, Instagram, um, online website. So feel free to reach out, and uh, you know I get free inspections. So I'll come out and take a look at your property for you. Now, an arborist is kind of like a tree and shrub doctor. Yeah. So I get a lot of questions. You know, is it the same as a horticulturalist? And I always tell people, or like, what's the difference? And Basically, I find that arboriculture is just like a subgroup of horticulture, mm-hmm. and so I primarily specialize in trees, trees right. and shrubs. Uh, right. So. Okay. Very good. How do folks get in touch with you? Are you your website is one way. Yeah, website. Uh, they can go to advancedpestcontrol.co, and I'm under the advanced tree and shrub tab, or they can call us at nine one nine five six nine zero five five five. All right. Now, Nelsa, what is it you do and don't do? <laughs> yeah, I think it's easier to say, what do I not do? <laughs> of course, uh, the Garden Hut in Fuquay, Verena. Do you all have any uh, specials going on right now? Are you getting ready for spring? 
We are, um, and we do. We, we are getting ready for spring. Our store looks fabulous. Um, Always does. Getting great products in. Um, we're ramping up for uh, vegetable gardening. Um, you know, the fellow that called about the squash, I mean, it is time to plant, um, you know, cool season vegetables so you can get great, great success with spinach, uh, lettuce, um, broccoli, cabbage, even collards, um, just to name a few, um, leeks and onions, uh, seed potatoes. It's time to get your potatoes in the ground and, um, you know, easy to sow like radish seeds and just, just planting your garden out even for the summer vegetables. Um, I have my mom coming up, I think the end of this week and we're, we're going to start, um, getting into seeding some of my tomatoes and things like that. We'll hold off on cucumbers and squash because literally um, if we either direct plant seed or I, I will grow a few in flats, we, we just, you know, it really only needs about two weeks, three weeks, and then they're ready to go. Um, so, um, you know, getting your soil turned and uh, certainly if, if you can get it, uh, soil sample done. Um, if you're doing raised beds, starting with good soil, uh, Daddy Pete's uh, raised bed planting mix, um, as many different types of compost you can work into the soil, again, whether it's raised bed or in the ground. So it's time to prepare stuff like that. Um, you know, just excited to, to be able to grow some of your own food. And uh, that's just one aspect of what the Garden Hut does and, and what we provide. Um, certainly we have... Um, tons of different trees and shrubs and ground covers and annuals and a great selection of house plants um and you know again we we want you to be successful so we try to give you uh, good information so that you have that success and then you come back to us and buy more um, um, so that's, that's kind of what idea. we're about mm -hmm. sam mckeever is the manager of the state farmers market uh sam uh, good morning what what is it you do and don't do <laughs> or what is it that you told the uh, Commissioner of Agriculture that you do and don't do? Yeah, what I do is get in trouble a lot, and what I try to do is stay out of trouble, but I'm not very good at it. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of that way myself. Hey, I, I took a drive on that new road that you got out there. It's nice and smooth. Uh, it's been inspected by Rufus. Okay. Rufus, I'm sure you've uh, driven on it several times, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I drove, I drove up I, it back, I, I, backed I up admit, it, and everything. I, I might have been caught driving there when they had a little sign up that said, don't do it. I was so anxious. I passed that road every day for several years, and I said, this will be the day I long sought and wept that I found it. Well, I'll tell you, it doesn't take much to please you, Rufus. Well, that, that was a, quite a joy. Yeah. So, uh, and how long before you think you'll get a stoplight there and they'll start construction along there? That's kind of in the city of Raleigh's ballpark. I'm yeah. thinking... I, I, I'm pretty sure it won't be this year. I think it'll – I'm hoping maybe next year sometime. Um, mm. As they progress, and you can see if you drive down uh, Lake Wheeler Road, especially down toward the end, towards South Saunders, there's a lot of stuff going on down that way. And as that stuff progresses, uh, uh, that's that's probably when that stoplight will happen. So I'm thinking probably sometime next year is what I'm guessing. Yeah, I've noticed that Rufus has, has put roadblocks and all kinds of things <laughs> – out there, barriers that uh, so they won't do anything. No, no road widening beyond crossing the belt line. <laughs> well, I think you might be safer now, I, from what I've seen. Yeah. So. Well, 
Yeah, they've they've got. I'm sure the most of this is is uh, directed toward around the the Dix property. Yeah, it's it's kind of a challenge. You got, inter, you got of course you got Interstate 40, then you got the railroad track that runs right above us. Yeah, and it's kind of so it's it's a unique situation. It certainly is. Uh, at least you have Centennial Parkway. That's that's been done for several years and worked out well. Do you think it will be uh, that that road will be that big? I do. Well, uh, Lake I Wheeler. Some preliminary drawings, and I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure if they've been finalized or not. But I think for the most part, it's going to be two lanes. But there'll be a nice median through the middle. There'll be bicycle lanes on both sides, and then there'll be a separated sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's going to be really nice. Um, it's not going to be like they uh, did with Six Forks and Falls of Noose and make a big road into four narrow lanes. I hope not. <laughs> That's hope scary not. driving a trailer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope yeah, they don't I, do that. I, I, what I've seen looks pretty nice. I even have seen something. Uh, it seems like there may be a couple roundabouts or something up down that way as well, uh, which it's hard for me to see how that's going to look. <laughs> without actually uh, driving yeah. that that seems to be the the new I know well there. you go up uh, Hillsborough Street and you got a bunch of them that's right there. Sure do. so I, yeah. I think I'd seen that on there as well so it's definitely going to look a whole lot different in a few years Rufus you could have a roundabout in front of your driveway I already thought that was <laughs> <laughs> we could we could uh, have uh, put out a uh, a big sign out there and say Rufus' house, and we just do tours out there. <laughs> that would be nice. Well, I mean, that'd, that'd be a little extra income. There you go. Along with your fruit stand and, and whatever else you sell out there, plants. Now, wait a minute here. Whatever I sell, that way I'm Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about anything illegal. I'm just talking about some of your wares and, and, and goods. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like plants, well. plants and, and fruit off your trees and... And uh, yeah, what, I, whatever I, I Linda bakes. Now, now, you folks are looking out after my welfare, and I have heard no offers of help to build the, the food stand. Oh, I'll, I'll be I'll be glad to help. I don't know nothing about building stuff. I am I am <laughs> all all thumbs. In fact, I hit my thumb every time I use a hammer. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm sure that there are people who would help you in this venture. As long as we keep them happy, as long as we keep the, the so-called fruit stand uh, over. That's right. We got a big fruit stand up there near you. So it is a biggie. The, the one where my wife gets that no sugar added uh, jams and jellies is just wonderful. And the young lady that worked there told me the other day that she was having to go home for personal reasons. And I hate to see her go, but that's that's a wonderful shop. Uh, yeah, I can't remember the name of it, Sam. Uh, that has a no sugar jellies and jams up there. It's right in the market yeah. shops. But at any rate, you you you've got lots of things. Why don't we start uh, out there? That big fruit stand under the farmer sheds. Uh, that's right. We got a, we got some uh, nice uh, fruits and vegetables under there this morning. Um, some really nice uh, tunnel-grown strawberries this morning, mm-hmm. and uh, tomatoes, and also some uh, nice hydroponic tomatoes down there this morning. Um, apples from the mountains of North Carolina, uh, some of the varieties I wrote down, Pink Lady, Fuja, Granny Smith, Golden Red Delicious, uh, Crimson Crisp, and I got some, uh, also have some uh, apple cider down there as well. 
see I'm broccoli, uh, all kinds of uh, greens, kale, mustard, spinach, turnips, cauliflower, uh, cabbage, lettuce, carrots, red and white potatoes, mushrooms, beets, rutabagas, uh, red and yellow onions, pecans, peanuts, Brussels sprouts, of course, sweet potatoes. Uh, we got some pie pumpkins uh, still coming in, uh, cut herbs, uh, eggs, honey, and salsa, and also got plenty of firewood. Sounds good to me. Quite a combination. Might need it today. Yeah. That's right. That's right. It's going to get chilly. A little chilly this morning. Yeah. So uh, what about the market shops besides that uh, that wonderful jelly, uh, no sugar added jelly? They have have uh, some that's real sweet, and sugar is added, I think. I don't know. i tell you what. They, we do have a huge selection of jams and jellies and preserves. Uh-huh. Uh, if you, they, got all, they got more preserve varieties up there than I, I knew was possible. Uh, huge selection of barbecue sauces as well. Um, all kinds of great baked good items, breads, pies, pastries, cakes. Um, you got local seafood, bringing in seafood from the coast of North Carolina. Uh, you got uh, North Carolina wine. Uh, you got outdoor furniture and hammocks up there as well. Uh, all kinds of North Carolina farm-raised meats, eggs, cheeses. Um, you've got uh, three, two, one coffee up there. Uh, you got hand soaps and lotion, handmade hand soaps and lotions. Of course, you got the market grill and get you some uh, some walking around food. Sounds good to me. Got uh, some restaurants that uh, are on other property out there, like the Farmer's Market Restaurant. I'm sure that's full this morning. Yeah, it's slam full this morning. State mm-hmm. Farmer's Market Restaurant, great country cooking. They open up at 6 a.m. and close at 3 p.m. Give you, give you plenty to eat. and They're known for their biscuits, and there's a good reason for that. Oh, uh, best I've ever had. Try one of those out. Except for Hap Hansen's wife, Margie. Yeah. She made uh, biscuits with the lard. So did my grandmother. Mm-hmm. So you can't beat those. I don't know if they use... Do you, do you think they use lard at, at uh, the, the farmer's market? I don't think they do, but don't quote me on that. Yeah. It's amazing how much they make them taste like those old-fashioned yeah, uh, biscuits. So I know the lady that has been making the biscuits there has been there for a long time, and she does a great job. And I know uh, when they, if anybody else has to make them, they don't do them as good as she does. So I know that much. So. Yeah. Isn't it amazing now when you look at one of these, these chef shows <laughs> that they've all gone back to lard after they told you for years that lard would kill you? Yeah. <laughs> Rufus, you know what I say. you got to die of something. Yeah, that's right. Lard biscuit wouldn't be bad. I've got a number of things else I'm working on. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, let's oh, the seafood restaurant. Yeah, you can eat inside there now. Yeah, they got they got tables inside now, so uh, you can you can get out of the weather uh, and sit down and eat. Um, they open up at eleven a.m. and uh, close at eight p.m. They serve calabash style seafood. Uh, give you plenty to eat as well. Um, and then, of course, down below the seafood restaurant, we have our craft shed area. We got several vendors down there. Uh, Urban spices. Millhouse engraving, um, kettle corn, um, several uh, barbecue sauces, handmade uh, baskets, lemonade, and of course, back behind the craft shed, we've got uh, the Hunter Pork Center, and they have pork basically any way you want it, and they can, they can sell you the whole whole hog as well. Yes, indeedy. 
uh, Super Sod, uh, I'm sure, cranking up for uh, spring and summer. That's right. Uh, we're almost in March, so they'll start picking up uh, pretty heavy here in, in the next few weeks. And uh, all kinds of sod. Uh, they, they've got your fall and your uh, your summer grasses, and uh, they also sell soil and lime fertilizer and things like that as well. Um, and of course, we got market imports up above the State Farmers Market restaurant. They have uh, water fountains, wrought iron, teak, pottery, huge selection of pottery. Um, just a really neat place, all kinds of decor for your home, um, inside and out. So yeah, really neat place. Yeah. Well, uh, I hope you have a wonderful weekend, my friend, and, and we'll talk to you soon. Uh, I sure enjoyed it. And I, I do, uh, I did want to put a little plug in for the spring craft fairs coming up in March 11th, 12th and 13th. So, uh, be sure to check us out that weekend. Wow. That's coming up quickly, isn't it? It is. Just uh weeks yeah all right that spring craft fair that's always a big that one that's good one. that's right yeah well thank you my friend take care sam all right y'all have a great weekend all right you too all right uh let's see richard is in raleigh richard good morning you're on wptf uh good morning uh why did the coach take up gardening when he retired which coach <laughs> uh <laughs> I don't know why did the coach take up uh, gardening. Well, he was at home in a, an environment where there was a lot of rooting going on. Oh, <laughs> uh, and he 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 could be heard chanting in his yard, "Grow plants, grow." <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, uh, Richard, you you um, haven't disappointed us. You start with a monologue. Oh yeah, and then. Uh, I have two other items. Uh, one to explain just a little bit about Lake Wheeler Road, and uh, well, the other about cultivating a certain allium. And uh, what about Lake Wheeler Road? Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> well, having worked on the sidewalk project uh, years ago before I retired, I was very familiar with that. Uh, old Ramcat Road is uh, historically what it was called. I had to go back to the original documents to make sure I had the property nailed down. But uh, what what happens is the uh, engineers are given a load. They always solve for a load. And the planters come along and uh, destroy the load. The uh, Lake Wheeler Road never would survive the highway capacity manual requirements. So uh, what you have is trying to funnel a lot of people into a small space. Yeah. And just, uh, if don't ever go after the engineers, it's the planners that, uh, <laughs> in the, in the politicians that are responsible for. Absolutely. Them. It's kind of, yeah, they're, they're you know, they're like the, the Glenwood Avenue, um, off ramp and on ramp and, and the way that was built, uh, it's, it, you know, the belt line in general, it was, not built for the capacity, and they've, they've obviously had, to, as they are now, doing a lot of work. So, yeah, I expect to see uh, more and more, uh, particularly in that area of Raleigh, because of uh, Dix Park and so forth. But uh, yeah. you know, and, and and you know, Wake County is expanding; the population is expanding mm-hmm. to the south and to the north and west, and uh, and to the uh, to the east all around now. 
So. Well, hopefully what will put a cap on all this is, uh, and I never could get any official to answer, the, the carrying capacity of the land is determined largely by the water. Yeah. And so we're running out. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, um, my alien question was, uh, and Rufus uh, may be real familiar with one brand of alien, the rascalian, since he's been in the political world. I know several of them. Yes. Uh, I was wondering about uh, your recommendations. I, I wanted to use scallions uh, as an allium, as a uh, companion plant for the tomatoes, but what's it, or even have the scallions in a separate bed, because what I've read is that uh, you can just keep topping them and they'll uh, continue to produce when to plant and uh, the best means of planting um i mean you could you can plant now um scallions and and if you let them go to seed you'll you will have them the rest of your life Um, (laughs) so they'll come up everywhere it's crazy yeah um but yeah it it, if you don't want them to go everywhere then then definitely don't want them to go to seed but uh, but you can plant now um we're warm enough that you should be okay um for scallions onions um uh, shallots all all of that type of kind of bulb uh, produce absolutely can i plant them at the same time as uh, i plant my tomatoes you can absolutely okay great richard thank you buddy all right and y'all have a great one and uh well i, I want to tell richard that ramcat road where i've lived since 1968 78. That's the road that that the Yankees marched down Ramcat Road to burn Raleigh. And you know, Raleigh was spared because the mayor, they went over and got the mayor and they agreed not to to burn Raleigh. Hmm. Rufus, what I want to know is uh, if either you or Richard ever seen a Ramcat. I would love to know what one is, and I've never found out, and I've lived here for going on 30 years. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I wouldn't want to go out in, in the dark around there. I don't think <laughs> there are ram cats. Wasn't, wasn't there a ram uh, from some college symbol? <laughs> uh, maybe it's just a uh, some cool dude hanging. It could around be. The rams. I don't know. My father's a uh, accountant for his Chevrolet Buick business, uh, Luther Barbie used to uh, tell me when I was a little kid that he had hog bears under his desk. Oh, good heavens. I've never figured out what a hog bear is, but it scared me. still does. I'm constantly looking under this. Uh, I think there's several under here. <laughs> uh, no pink elephants, just hog bears. All right. Uh, thank you, Richard. All right. Y'all have a great one. Yep. Thank you very much uh, for calling here on the Weekend Garden. You know, uh, keep feeding the birds. Our friends at Wildbirds Unlimited and Raleigh and Carey have given us a bird feeder with a cranberry seed cylinder and 25 pounds of their famous no-mess bird seed. You have a chance to win, just go to uh, the contest tab at WPTF.com for a, a cranberry seed cylinder, 25 pounds, no-mess bird seed from Wildbirds Unlimited. You can go to... Uh, the tab, uh, contest tab at WPTF.com. And uh, buy some bird seed today, as a matter of fact, because birds are hungry. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF.
Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're here, and uh, let's head to Swansboro. Oh, my my uh, sister-in-law, <laughs> sweet Sarah, used to live in the Swansboro area and was uh, taught there. Yates is in Swansboro. Good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. Yes, sir. Uh, long-time listener to you guys uh, and gals. I love the, the show. Thank you. And uh, got a couple of issues I wanted to ask about. At my uh, at my place down here, I've got about three acres. And uh, a couple of years ago, I planted uh, several uh, fairly long rows of uh, the Carolina uh, cherry laurel bushes. They were about uh, two years old or so when I bought them, I guess, and they looked healthy. It was a nursery that was uh, shutting down and going out of business. And uh, I planted them, and uh, they just never have thrived. They always, like right now, uh, they've dropped a lot of leaves, and they look like they're dying, but uh, they did that last year, and they, they somewhat came back. But uh, they're not thriving. The soil down here, and I, I don't irrigate them, except uh, it, when it gets really dry, I have to haul the water to them. Uh, but the soil drains really uh, quickly, so it don't retain a lot of water. It's all on a somewhat of a slope. Yeah, so that's, I think that's always a problem at, at the coast when we plant all that sand, and you know, down east yeah. in general. So you're you, yeah, uh, Nelson or uh, Joey? Are they true Carolina cherry laurels, or are they like a autolucan laurel, West Coast skip laurel? I mean, they're they're cherry laurels that are going to get twenty, thirty foot. Yes, they're they're now that's what they were sold to me as. Uh, yeah, okay. cherry laurel. All right, and um, what was the what what were the roots like when you planted them? Were they root bound type? They were tight. I don't know if they were root bound. I dug around one uh, about a week ago. Uh, I didn't dig it totally up, but I dug into it from the side, and it was showing root growth. You know, coming out of the the the, the main root ball. I mean that that type of tree also tends to get um, cankers or has issues with cankers, but. Mm. You know, if you're just having leaf drop, which would be normal this time of year um, as well, fall, um, because they're they're getting ready to throw that energy of putting on new leaves, but um, and you don't have grass up to them or anything like that. The the trunks grass are up to them. yeah, you don't you, they're in like a bed or a natural area. They're not in a grassy area. They're in a in a just a long line. Yeah. Uh, the grass. I keep the grass you know somewhat away from them i mean one thing i would look uh, out for i mean especially cherry laurels there are a few things that i know that they get and things that you need to watch out for um, i know you said the soil drains really well but one of the main things they get is phytophthora root rot um, and you can check that by scraping some of the roots off or like the skin off the roots and if it's white and fleshy you, you're good if it's a little brown after you scrape off some of the root skin it's usually phytophthora root rot, um, and you got to look out for mites and uh, shot hole fungus uh, a- as well. Okay. So another thing 
if you have spots in the center of your leaves, it's usually shot hole fungus. If you're having like pieces missing from the sides and like around the perimeters on the edges of the leaves, it's usually black vine weevil. So those cherry laurels, they'll get mites, leaf spot, black vine weevil, and root rot. So if your leaves get any of these problems, they'll they'll drop leaves. And so it's important to make sure that those cherry laurels are sprayed for fungus and mites as well. And just monitor for root rot. Yeah, and they, they can also get like canker. So you'll see that more on the stems, um, you know, the structure in the tree. Um, but, you know, I'm even wondering about trying to do some, some deep root, not deep root, but, um, you know, kind of some pilot holes around the, the, the roots to get them to, to branch out a little more. We, we talked about the grass. You said you try to keep it away. I mean, you want to make sure that there's a good, um, you know, layer of mulch, but not touching the trunk. Um, and hopefully when you plant it, you, you use some good compost. Um, that is a tree that you'll, you'll see indigenously growing uh, in, in our wooded areas. Um, so, you, you know, just trying to improve the overall health, uh, fertility, making sure that, that you're getting good root growth, um, and then, you know, checking for these pests. Uh, I know, yeah, spider mites can be uh, terrible and that's easy to, to pretty much do the old white index card and um, hold the card up to the to the leaf and, and just sort of tap the, the leaf and then smear the card if you have any red. They're probably not real active right now, but, but that is a good test. Um, and, you know, and maybe something like some liquid merit that you apply once a year can sy- systemically get into um, to the plant system to maybe ward off some of the, the insect-type pests that you may incur. Is, is that a, like a fungicide or something? It, it's not. It's um, imidacloroquine. It's, um, it's actually more of a pesticide that uh, you water into the root system and it systemically gets into the, the tree. And it's not going to control spider mites, but um, it's going to get some of the other insects. And shot hole fungus, I mean... Unfortunately, there's not a lot you can do about that. Um, you know, most growers that grow cherry laurels in general try to avoid overhead irrigation, uh, which can cause the shot hole fungus. But um, it's not as prevalent in just the Carolina cherry laurels. Um, but it could be in, you know, humid, moist areas. Is he going to necessarily, is he going to lose these trees if he doesn't? Well, one thing I would try before you just give up is well, you could do what's called root invigoration. Um it's where I have a program that's called Root Revive, but basically we have a high-powered air gun, and it basically breaks up the soil around the plants. And you would, first thing I would do is take a soil sample. You, know, you, you can fertilize a plant as much as you want to, but if the pH isn't right, that plant's not going to take up any of those nutrients. So usually what I do is I'll take a soil sample, you know, and then we'll come and stir the dirt up, add compost, all the soil amenities, and basically it's like, growing your plant and like potting mix but giving it exactly what it needs now, there's not a lot of nutrients in the soil down in that sandy soil yeah i mean there. if it's really sandy soil sometimes you might have to add biochar um and as well as compost and you know it may need some lime or sulfur typically with laurels they need sulfur um 
but yeah, I mean, the, the only way to figure that out is to take a soil sample and you know see what it may be missing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is this is a good time for you to ask my question. I've had one in the ground now for 10, 15 years, uh, not really knowing what it's supposed to do. I remember a label said something about that it might have some minuscule uh, flowers. I've never seen those. Uh, it's about uh, 10 feet wide, maybe 12 feet tall. No problems with the any kind of bad foliage or this or that. I just don't know why I put it there. <laughs> and I don't know what it's supposed to look like. Yeah, I mean, each nutrient has a, has its own role in, you know, like plant growth. So, like, nitrogen is for uh, upward growth. Um, phosphorus is for strength and or root growth. And potassium is for strength. So, you know, if it's not flowering, it could be that it's missing a, a nutrient. I mean, it just needs to be fertilized. You ever seen a cherry laurel flower? Cherry or a laurel? Which is it? <laughs> well, it it is it in is the laurel. cherry family, so the, it it is a type of prunus. Um, so it, it is a type of cherry. Um, it, you, typically, the 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 native ones can get like these little uh, black berries, if you will, or little black yeah, cherries, but. Right. Um, most of the cultivars don't, um, but usually you'll I see like a little bottle small. brush flower on top of it. Um, with some of the Carolina cherry laurels, it, it could be that it's just insignificant, not noticeable. I certainly wouldn't necessarily plant that uh, to be an ornamental flowering specimen, type tree. Yeah. Exactly. Does it get berries, Rufus? No, that's why I wonder why I put it there and how it got there. Well, we can't help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> Only you know why you put it there. Maybe Linda knows why. Maybe Jasper knows why you put it there. Maybe Yates knows why he put his his several there. You would he you reason what what was your reason, Yates? I put them up for a uh, a screen yeah. plant, uh, and I'm looking at one now. Uh, yeah, I'm out. I'm taking my walk. So, so it's not screening as uh, as well as it should. Yeah. It is not. They're just like I said. They're not thriving. They, right. The leaves have uh, some discoloration. They don't have holes in them necessarily, but mm. uh, they're turning like a brown. Yeah. Uh, and not the whole leaf. They sound like they're missing something. Yeah. I mean, usually if your leaves are turning yellow, that's a sign of chlorosis, which means you have a nutrient yeah. deficiency. Yeah. Well, they're not yellow. They're more of a brown. Yeah. Um, it could be some type of root rot. Yeah, brown is definitely not as good as yellow. I would rather see yellow than brown. Yeah, but yeah I, mean, I do, you know, for free inspection. So anytime you need me to come look at them, you know, we can look at them and see exactly what's going on. And I can always take, you know, soil samples or you can actually take plant samples. Do you uh, go to Swansboro? I can. It's on the coast. <laughs> that's, a, that's a little long way for me, but, um, you know, you can always take a, a plant sample and send it in to, you know, the extension service, the extension service, yeah, NC State, and they'll and they'll tell you exactly what's going on. Or find an arborist in that area, a certified arborist. Is, yeah, yeah. Take you could take it would be sent to I guess uh, the soil lab here in Raleigh. Okay. Um, I mean, I guess if I had if, if it's something like that, I guess they'd be worth digging up and uh, and re- replanting if it, you know if would that you, would help, but. 
it also depends on how much of them is gone and whether it's, you know, whoever comes out there looks at it and says, hey, you know, we, we may be able to salvage this. There are some better tree shrubs than that for yeah. that purpose, uh, more reliable. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you make a recommendation in case he ever decides to get Shindo rid of them? viburnums are always a good one. <laughs> yeah. 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 Tendos uh, are great. Camellias are great. Uh, fall blooming. Um, wax myrtles are great. Um Ligustrums. Yeah, you could do, use ligustrums. There's curly leaf ligustrums. It depends on if you're trying to get more um, height. And it, 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 did you say it was in a full sun area? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Be better with some arborvitae. I, I planted or them about eight feet apart. I, I mean, I, I really went to a lot of work to plant them. Yeah, I know you don't want to lose them. Uh, I really don't. Um, but I, and I'll tell you, the soil here is bad. I, I've done. Now, that was another question I had. I've got uh, centipede lawn that was sodded, and uh, and it's not thriving. I did a I did do a, a sent in soil sample, and the soil was lacking uh, in phosphorus and potassium. Uh, right. So. Uh, well, the centipede the centipede doesn't like uh, lime. Uh, it it uh, it doesn't like uh, nitrogen, um, yeah. and I I don't know how well it does. Uh, do you have uh, so uh, lawn grass down at your place at Oak Island? I mean, do you have centipede? Do you see a lot of centipede? What kind of grass do you see there? <clears throat> we we actually planted um, like a Tifway four nineteen, just some Bermuda. Yeah. Um, but um, it's it's you know been down 20 years probably haven't kept it that pristine um but it's probably a little hardier than than the than the centipede, centipede I mean, would be there tough to to get to keep green it just tends to be a yellower warm season turf anyway yeah. but um you know if if your turf well, if I you're planted the, i planted the centipede because i mean you see a lot of it down here and they say it's you know fairly mm. drought tolerant and all that yeah. and i've got a large area, and I'm, it's just too much. I can't irrigate it. So, right. Yeah. Uh, I rely on, you know. Yeah, I mean. Well, that's probably going to be true with any, any yeah, grass. Yeah, and I mean, I, I've had so. this discussion with a friend yesterday who's at Oak Island, and she's trying to, or thinks she wants to sod this one area. And I'm like, okay, go on your morning walk, drive around the island, like, Anyone that you see that has nice grass has irrigation. Yeah. And it's almost you have to have You that have to. In this coast. area, too. Sandy soil. I mean, it's just, um, it, it just, they go hand in hand. Yeah. That, that's soils just leaching, leaching, leaching. So you're constantly leaching nutrients. See, unlike here, phosphorus tends to get tied up in our soil. There, obviously, you have a deficiency, um, which is going to help with uh, root growth and stability. Um you know, and and maybe throwing, slinging some ironite, or um, you know, obviously you're going to have to add some type of phosphorus and potassium to it, um, potash. Well, right. when can you do that? Can I do it now, or not for the, not probably, for the centipede? Yeah, I'd probably wait till end of March, mid-April for your area. Yeah, you you would normally. They don't like and to be, if you're not using the, the nitrogen and you're yeah. just doing potash or phosphorus, so you can do it anytime. You can mm-hmm. do it now. Yeah, that's right. what I was, that's yeah. what I was thinking about. Yeah, absolutely. Right. As for your uh, 
as for your cherry laurels, you may need uh, a professional for that. Uh, somebody like like Joey at Advanced yeah. Tree and, and one Shrub. thing I can tell you about the laurels, or if you if you planted them, is I guarantee that when you bought those plants, they weren't grown in the type of soil that you planted them in. Yeah, and so that's going to be a shock to them, and they probably won't do as well. That's why I always promote planting planting bed preparation. Um, yeah. Finding out what the soil needs before you, you know, plant a tree or shrub. And that's true no matter where you plant them. What I did, I just uh, I dug a hole and uh, a fairly large hole for them, and filled in uh, uh, black cow and might have put some uh, uh, peat moss in it. I can't remember, but uh, I know I put a put black a generous amount of black cow in each planting hole. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you. You know, you did the right thing, but I would definitely suggest having a professional come out there yeah. and look at it, um, and they'll be able. To. Yeah, if you want to hang on to these trees, uh, shrubs, I would. Uh, I'd get a. I'd get a, a certified arborist. <clears throat> okay, so that's what I need to search out—a certified arborist. Yeah, and that's what uh, Joey is. At a, uh, he owns Advanced Tree and Shrub. Now, I don't know if he wants to go all the way down there, but. Uh, you know, he may be able to recommend somebody or, or somebody down there, but uh, I don't know how common a, a, a certified arborist is. That's well, real I mean, style. most of your tree care company should have one. I mean, anybody that, that's out there, uh, you know, removing trees or cutting trees, hopefully they should have a certified arborist. But I yeah. just wouldn't have, you know, anybody just that's right. look at it. Yeah. 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 yeah that's what I'd get. Okay. I just got a text from a friend that lives down that way. And he said for uh, salt tolerant plants that he he recommends fringe trees, Japanese fascia, and we had a big discussion last week about fascia that I love, and uh, sim- simply mag- the southern magnolia. Uh, well, you- yeah, I planted a couple of magnolias at the same time I planted my cherry laurels, and they they're they're doing real well. Yeah, but. Uh, Anyway, services are hard to find down here. Hell, it's hard to find a plumber. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, well, you can you can call Joey and um, Joey give give you your, yeah, the, your uh, information. You guys can find me on Yelp, Instagram, but the number is nine one nine five six nine zero five five five. Yates, I hope you get this. Uh, go ahead. The business name will be better, easier for me to find. I'm out. Yeah, on, I can't remember. That. It's Advance Tree and Shrub, A D V A N C E, Advance Tree and Shrub. Yeah, and we do have some. I work for a pest control company, but we do have to go down to Wilmington. So, you know, if if you're along the way, I'm sure that we can schedule something for me to stop out there as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well. Good luck with that, Yates. Pardon? Well, I, I say good luck. I've got. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. What'd you say, Rufus? I'm sort of glad to hear what I've got back there and didn't know who or what or why I got there. <laughs> well, when you find out, you let us know. By the way, I want, I want to ask Joyce something. Who's coming up? Yeah, uh, hold on, and, and uh, we're, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back here on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. <laughs> 